Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Friday Night Dinner Podcast. I'm your host, Curtis. With me, as always, is Dr. Stephanie Sarkis, who you can find over at stephaniesarkis.com. She's got her new book up for pre-order, Healing from Toxic Relationships. She can pre-order off the website. How are you today, Steph? Great. How are you? Doing great, thanks. We're four episodes into our recording of four in a Yay. row. It's a lot, but we're, we're, we're doing it. We're getting it done. But these episodes all kind of go together. So this is the fourth one we're doing. It just, they all kind of fit. In a way, it kind of works out well, I think, because, yeah, we're right. kind of getting some some storylines resolved here. Um, and, yeah, we're, we're both uh, going to be away next week. But you're listening to this while we're away. So work out perfectly for everybody. It's, it's almost as if you didn't know where we were gone this entire time. No. Uh, how's the weather your way? It's nice. It's um, it's still 84, but it's um, uh, it's kind of hot. Okay. And you know, what else? Yeah. <laughs> That's how we roll in Florida Fair. this summer. So, how about you? Uh, it's still 64 Fahrenheit, 18 Celsius. Mm. So, yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna just jump into this because, again, four recordings in. I think we're all ready for a little bit of a nap or a food <laughs> or something else. Whatever you're, you're walking you're, the dog. You're, you're walking yep. the dog. Yep. That, that, mm -hmm. that's always something mm -hmm. too. Okay. And, uh, we're talking about season seven, episode nine of Gilmore girls, knit people knit. I'm getting really tired of just Christopher flaunting his money around. It has become like a thing that happens in pretty much every episode. And anytime he does it, I'm just like, we get it. You have money, and you're probably not that great with it, which is probably. But it's kind of on track, yeah, yeah, because that's on track with his character, right? So that's one thing that tracks. Yeah, is that he's always been a little irresponsible. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So we get this. Uh, yeah, we get Christopher starts to question why Lorelai is not, you know, bringing him around to start hollow events, and she kind of mm -hmm. admits that she, she doesn't really know if everyone's going to accept him and they just, she wants to take her time, which actually I thought was a very valid point uh, considering mm -hmm. all the volatility of her life recently with Luke mm -hmm. and her breaking up and all that. I actually thought it was very responsible of Lorelai to say, let's take our time with this, even though they personally mm -hmm. went headfirst into it. At least she was saying like, Hey, let's just take our time before we introduce this to everybody. Um, Cause she's thinking too, I think. Sorry. Cause she's thinking of Luke too. And how it's been yeah. him. I, think, I was thinking that too. Like, I think she's 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 still very protective and loving of Luke, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. um, well, but isn't this the episode where he sees him walking down the street holding hands? I think it might be. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Portland. Um, and so we had that moment with Caesar, where Caesar's like, you know, I can like basically I can feel your emotions. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, Lorelai, um, oh, also too, they will go for dinner at, um, uh, Emily and Richard's where Emily and Richard uh, showed that they found out through a voicemail, which I thought was pretty funny. Cause that's pretty on brand for. He's playing it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it looks like for Lorelai, she tends to like, just make these things quick. So yeah. And they even point out like you did this so that you can get this done quickly and get it over with. So. Um, but yeah, Christopher. It's also on brand for Emily too to replay it. Yes, which I thought was funny. This is why Emily gets mm -hmm. best performance because she she mm -hmm. loves kind of rubbing 
uh, Laura right. Wilson does in these things. Right. Um. So yeah, Christopher uh kind of wants to make an uh, attempt to bond with the townspeople uh and um does this like in two ways one is uh he goes on a mandate with jackson which i thought was kind of interesting because if you remember the episodes where jackson and um luke and them would all hang out like jackson was always so talkative and then when he's with um Christopher, like he's talking, but he's not nearly as talkative or as engaged in the conversation as he is with Luke. So uh, I, th I thought that was interesting that you can kind of look at how he's engaging with Christopher. It's not quite the same as how he would engage with Luke. So, mm -hmm. uh, And then also, too, there's a big knit-a-thon to get some donation money for a new bridge. The idea would be that they're going to knit and save or um, get some donations. And uh, it's going pretty well until Christopher decides he's going to just make a massive donation and pretty much put an end to the entire event. And everyone's like, well, I guess we're, we're not going to knit anymore. Because <laughs> everyone they... chooses to leave. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what did you what did you think about that? Because I, I again, I'm not a big fan of the flaunting of the wealth. And, the, you know, I get it's for charity, but still there was something that felt uncomfortable to me about Christopher doing that. I think. I can see his point, but I also think they didn't expect everybody to get up and leave. Yeah. Um, that was kind of disappointing because I, I thought that people were there to kind of just have camaraderie with each other. Because mm -hmm. why, you know, they could probably do another way. And then what's with the city raising money for a bridge? That would be covered by the state or, or the county, right? Like there's something about it that just seemed very contrived. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for like crocheting and knitting and whatever, but... Um, mm -hmm. It was just kind of sad to see everybody just get up and leave. It's it's kind yeah. of a statement, I think, just about the 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 community and the show ending. Like, there's this, just this kind of, like, breaking apart of people. Yeah. Sort of. And I thought that was an interesting microcosm of, of kind of what we're seeing overall with the show wrapping up. Also, too, like, I feel like in, in a way, too, like, we have these moments where the town gets together and they're always mm -hmm. coming together and they band together and do these things and you know they always kind of tackle these things as a community as a town and then right. christopher kind of comes in with his big city energy and decides that he's gonna end it all and i just thought it was interesting that like we get so used to watching them all come together like you know mm -hmm. when you look at them doing that big dance episode where they dance for 24 right. hours like One of our favorite episodes yeah yeah and you think they're gonna do something like that but then like christopher kind of circumvents that and he kind of messes with it so well is that uh, kind of the point too is that here's christopher like just causing basically chaos yeah because he doesn't understand the town and i think in his attempts mm -hmm. to maybe fit in with the town he made things worse so mm -hmm. um yeah uh trying to see where I, where I left off at. Oh, yes, and then Olivia uh, throws a 2002 theme party for Lucy. Uh, and Rory... 2008? 2007 on this film? 2006, so wasn't that... So keep that in mind, this is only like four years later. Yeah. Yeah, not, and really, I think they think it's a lot different. I'm like, no, nah, it's not that much different. Um, why, what, why 2002? I can't remember why they... Was it just an idea that she had, or I can't remember. Like, was it? 
Yeah. Okay. I want to say it's probably because, I don't know, maybe that's when they started school. Something like that. Because uh, if you're in a okay. four-year program, maybe 2000. I don't know. That's the best I could come up with, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> um, but uh, Rory confronts Marty about why he's being so cold. And um, he, he kind of like, even though he's with Lucy, he tries to hit on uh, Rory. And um, was he hitting on her? Did Lori say something and he misinterpreted it? No, because like he's he, oh. he says something like, "You're very beautiful," and like she kind of looks at him like, "Hey, oh. like, Lucy is like right over there. What are you doing?" So oh, okay, yeah, um, yeah, and I guess Barty secretly a villain this entire time. So, um, mm-hmm. I know some people don't like that twist of marty being a villain i kind of i don't mind it because he he's always liked rory and i Mm -hmm. don't think he handles rejection or not getting what he wants very well so Mm -hmm. right um yeah and then uh also too uh luke goes to witness the birth of liz's and tj's baby which they do uh in the living room so they name it Dula. Yeah. And their house looks remarkably like uh, Sookie and Jackson's house. Yeah, I was going to say it. There's something that looked very similar about that house. And the last time I think we saw their mm-hmm. house, it looked like an apartment. And now it looked more like a house. So I don't know what was up with that. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and then, yeah, we find, we end the episode with Anna. Uh, she, she, you know, She's planning to move to New Mexico with April to be with her mom, I think. And uh, Luke just doesn't like this at all. And he goes up and tells uh, Anna that he wants equal rights as a parent. And, uh, yeah. After he holds his niece. Yeah. Which this is Jesse's Jesse's half-sister, right? Yeah. yeah. Named Hula. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. And he's basically like, I will fight you. Mm-hmm. Because and and he makes a really good point that you chose to not have me involved in her life. So I got, I missed like all the first. Which I think, you know, having the, the niece made him really, really hit home for him. Yeah, I think so. I think he kind of realized what he could have had this entire time, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I think that's an excellent point. You know, we talk about the difference between Christopher and Luke is that Christopher did make the choice to purposely be out of their lives. Yeah. Um, but here, Luke didn't have a choice, and 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 I think I thought that was an excellent point. He's like, that was your choice, and now my choice is that I want to spend time with my daughter. Yep. So go, Luke. I really yep. like. I actually like his character development throughout the season. Yeah, Luke. Uh, he's. I think, in a good way, he's kind of becoming his own person. Like for the longest time, he was mm-hmm. kind of a recluse, and then he <laughs> dates or, or Lorelai. And uh, I think he kind of realizes there's more to life than what he's had. And then he mm-hmm. has Lorelai taken away. And I think in a way, like, it's kind of given him that level of confidence to go and get the things he wants in life, which includes right. April. Because, like, cause like, how much worse could it get? I think it's kind of like his thing. It's like, well, I'm already heartbroken, so, you know, I might yeah. as well go for you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I agree. I really like Luke's arc this season. And I think it's one of the more interesting mm-hmm. parts of the season by and large we're halfway through the season mm-hmm. and i'm already wanting it to be over wow but, yeah okay uh this actually was written by david gray 
But more importantly, it was actually, funny enough, we mentioned the dance episode. It was directed by Kenny Ortega, who directed that episode. Oh, really? Yeah. He also did high school musical and did choreography for a lot of movies uh, Mm. throughout his career. Uh, David Gray, this is the only episode he ever wrote. But Ah. I'd argue he did a pretty decent job. This is probably one of the better episodes of season Mm -hmm. seven. So Yeah. Um, what was your favorite and least favorite performance from this episode? Um, best was Luke. I th- I really like how his characters continues to evolve, and mm. worst was Christopher because Christopher. Yeah, Christopher's just. Flat. Yeah, I kind of wish there was more to his, him like just that, that awkwardness of him trying to fit in. I don't think they did it that yeah. well. Like it just no, felt like a yeah. very empty performance. I guess. I don't know. I just want yeah. a little more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think, like, at a certain mm-hmm. point, I think season seven gets a better handle on the characters, but, like, we're still mm-hmm. in those early days where I think it just doesn't quite. Because you have to keep in mind, these people took over the show after Amy Sherman Palladino left. And I think the first mm-hmm. half of the season, in my opinion, there's some growing pains, which is kind of funny to say when you're talking about a show that's in its final season. Well, up until the revival. Mm-hmm. Um, what a change! Yeah. Um, yeah. My favorite, I'll say Luke as well. I thought he was really great in this, and again, it's great to see his realization that he wants to be a father. I thought that was great. And least favorite, um, yeah. You know, it's bad when there's a performance that makes Jackson seem actually pretty, pretty good, and Christopher, uh, Christopher did it. Because I remember the days where we were like. I I don't like Jackson. Jackson complains. He's whining all the time. He's not that great. Now you get two of them in a room. I will take gladly take uh, Jackson over Christopher any day. So I don't. You know I'm kind of split on that. I still find Jackson to be insufferable. <laughs> as insufferable as Christopher or less. In different, I find him insufferable in different ways, and I can't really explain what that is. But I would choose to neither of them. Fair. Okay. Um, favorite reference from this episode? Do you have a favorite reference? So never thought I'd hear the name Tip O'Neill. Like, yeah, that was a bit of a <laughs> random one. Yeah, so he was Speaker of the House in the U.S. from from 1977 to 1987, and he he took um, so when um, John Kennedy uh, became a senator, he took Kennedy's House Representative seat. So he was in. Um, politics, U.S. politics for a long time. And I remember when I was a kid, even like seeing him on the news and stuff. So it's just, yeah. it's just like such a like out there reference. <laughs> Those are just well, I think it works because it's just so bizarre of someone to for someone to have a crush and want to marry yeah. Tip O'Neill. That was kind of right. that was a joke. Like it's like really Tip O'Neill is the the peak of your romantic interest. So well, I could also I could see Rory, like maybe that's where Rory gets it from, right? That she's yeah. interested in like world stuff and. Yeah, so. Yeah. So, what was yours? Um, there wasn't that many. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess the Tip O'Neill one. I was trying to think of the other ones, and like the the Walking mm-hmm. Phoenix at the Oscars one. That felt that one felt weird. Like it felt like a little too much of the time. Um. Mm-hmm. Well, do you remember when he was on the Letterman show and just acted like really kind of out of it? Yeah. I I thought it was like more like 
I don't remember him at the Oscars, but I remember him on Letterman where where it was like everybody's trying to figure out. I want to say that was after the show would have aired because I was wondering that. I'm like, oh, did that happen mm. at the same time? Oh. I don't think so. Least... What did he do at the Oscars? Was it when he won for Walk the Line? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We have favorite quote. Do you have a favorite quote from this episode? I have a couple. One is uh, um, Emily saying, you may open your present, and then you're like a dolphin at feeding time. I thought that was a great way to explain like how Lorelai was. Which is like ripping apart the paper. And Here's what I was trying to understand. Because as far as I know, dolphins are pretty like docile creatures at feeding time. Like they're not overly aggressive. So I don't... I don't they I can don't... be... I mean, dolphins can be jerks sometimes. Okay. Um, they're bright, but they can also... You know, I think... I don't, yeah, that was, I mean, dolphins can be more of a jerk with, like, like, territorial stuff, maybe? But, yeah, at, at a feeding time, I mean, yeah, you think of a feeding frenzy, but, yeah, I don't, I don't know, we fed dolphins, you know, like, because they were, like, you know, hanging out in the water here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, when I, where I walked, like, where I walked the dog in the neighborhood, there's usually, like, dolphins, like, sometimes hanging out and stuff. Okay. And, yeah, they seem, they don't seem to, like, push and shove each other. Um, so yeah, but I, but I also got that kind of, it was like that snappy kind of, I was thinking like more like in captivity where they're like, like, you know, opening and opening their mouths, waiting for, you know, food and stuff. Yeah. They aren't like that in the wild. Um, so, but I, for some reason, like I, that just struck me as that's a really apt description. Um, yeah. and then I also, I thought this is really true to Lorelai's character. She's like, the more annoying a bit is, the more I do it. I was like, that really yep, that's really That's Lorelai for you. Yeah, because she starts, and then Christopher starts talking in these long sentences, because he basically says, like, oh, so you, like, keep talking about something, like, in a long way. And then he starts doing that kind of dialogue. It was kind of funny to see him do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your quote? Uh, there was a moment, and here's the thing, I don't want to admit that much that the Lorelai-Christopher dynamic is good, but I'll say this. When Lorelai says, you know what, Mr. doesn't seem to like, this doesn't seem like he knows what he's talking about, but it's actually pretty wise. And then Christopher says, what's that, Mrs. goes through 500 emotions every hour of the day? Oh, yeah, yeah. I I was like, okay, that's actually like a brief moment where I kind of buy their relationship, so... Yeah, and I didn't see it as being rude. I think that she, he was just lobbing it back. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Do we have any behind-the-scenes trivia for this episode? Undoubtedly, we do. As usually, we do. That's a real. That's a real painting by or drawing by Florence. Yeah, I was gonna say people might think that was like just a gag for the episode, but that actually is a real. Uh, painter and that painting is actually is, is an actual painting as far as i know i mean it does look a little mm-hmm. bizarre but again beauty is in the eye of the beholder so mm-hmm. who knows and we'll talk a little bit about that in the psych section too yeah um uh so the, christopher and jackson are watching a basketball game in the bar um and apparently that match took place in 1998 so i don't know why they were watching an older basketball match but maybe there wasn't a licensing fee on it i guess it just seemed a little weird like i don't know yeah maybe that was what they could license but it just seemed bizarre to be like let's do a nearly eight-year-old basketball match i don't know if they replay sports matches i'm not a big sports guy someone can let me know but i was wondering that like 
people actually well, like. Oh, like, did they replay? Well, there's, like, NBA classics, and there's, okay. like, different classic channels where they replay them. So maybe that's what it was. Um, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, all right. I think it's time for mental health observations. What do you got for me? So I noticed that they're writing Lorelai as being less mature. Um, and that's that thing we talked about, like, you know, a couple episodes ago where, um, they're taking an aspect of a, of a character and just blowing it up as to becoming that entire character. Um, and I think we see that, like, especially when she's opening the gift and stuff, like, I, I think that she would be excited, but it seemed like it was a little bit over the top for her character. Um, and then, then there's a question of, was this gift a punishment from Emily for leaving the voice message about getting married? And at first I was like, yeah, maybe so. But then I was thinking, no, I don't think it is. I think that, you know, if you look at it from Emily and Richard went somewhere it's a it's a work of art because this is kind of a known artist. Mm -hmm. They know that she's got like you know she's got a rabbi thing in her like a rabbi like um, what's the I forget what her she's got a rabbi like figure and she's got like a monkey lamp and all sorts of like stuff in her house. I really think they may have thought that hey this is something quirky and it's art so let's let's put together our interest in fine art. And then her quirkiness, and maybe this is something that would work. So I don't, I get the feeling that they may have like that this was not a way to punish her. I think they actually thought that she might be into it. Mm. And would she like it if it if it wasn't from them? Maybe, maybe. I think they're trying. I think that it shows they're kind of making an effort to get to know her. So so at first I thought it was punishment. Then I realized I don't think it is. I think they're just trying to find something that fits. Yeah. Um, and you know, and keep in mind they're still trying to get to know her too. Um, and then Lorelai critiquing Christopher's outfit. If it was the other way around, I think it would have it would have been handled differently. So if Christopher had made comments like that about Lorelai's outfit, I probably would have been really pissed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I thought I thought it was obnoxious anyway. Mm -hmm. Um that that she was criticizing his outfit. Let him wear what he wants to wear. He's not from Stars Hollow. Yeah. If you want and I thought his outfit looked fine. Um, mm -hmm. And then it's it seems like Lorelai was not happy either way. Like she wasn't happy with Christopher, uh, what he wore, and she wasn't happy with you know how he was interacting with people. And she puts so much weight on what other people think. And I understand it's a small town. I understand that she's an integral part of that town. But if you have enough like faith in someone or connection with someone to get married. I would think that you at some point would say, you know what, I value what this person wants to wear and how they are over what some people that I know as acquaintances think. Yeah. So, uh, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I guess if, if the gift did come from somebody else, I could see uh, Lorelai being like, oh, it's quirky. It's, it's funky. Like, mm -hmm, she kind of likes mm -hmm. stuff like that. But yeah, I think right. because it came from Emily and Richard, she was like, but it seemed like mm -hmm. the kind of thing, like the monkey lamp, where like it would just be weird enough that she would probably like it. So I don't right, know. Right, right. I was thinking the same thing too. So okay, I think it's time to rate this episode. What are we thinking for a score? I give it a, a four, five, okay. maybe maybe a five. What do you think? It is one of the the better episodes of the season. So yeah, I'd mm -hmm. give it like a five. Uh, mm -hmm. There is some stuff I like about it. I do like the 
the marathon and kind of like the subversion of expectation. Like you kind of know how these things play out. And then Christopher kind of just comes in, derails it. And like the characters, you're like, this is not how these things go. But I, I thought that was actually kind of clever again, probably a little more uh, clever than the show should be given credit for sometimes with the new writers and all that. But yeah, I, I mostly, mostly liked it. So, okay. Well, Steph is over at stephaniesarkis.com. You can go pre-order her new book, which is on her website. It's Healing from Toxic Relationships, and that's on stephaniesarkis.com. And I'm over at threeandgreenherbs.com, where almost every other day we've got new content going up. And with that said, we'll see you all next time. Bye for now. Bye. All right. It's a wrap. <laughs>